Here's what's coming up on today's show. Slow down. I know it's stressful, but you want to make the right decisions and you have peace knowing you have the right people in place to help you make those decisions. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome in to the Retirement Reality Podcast. Glad to have you. I'm Ben George. He's Mike Koyanen, founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. Got a tough topic to go through today, retirement and divorce. I know it's difficult to go through at mm-hmm. any age, um, but if you're going through it closer to the to retirement, it really adds all sort of additional complications. So we want to talk about some of these financial mistakes today that we see people make in the midst of divorce. Mike, do you do you work with a, a many people that are going through this process? I know, what is it, 50% of Americans are getting divorced, so it's likely that you probably do. Yeah, uh, we've dealt with, you know, unfortunately, you know, people going through divorce after 20, 30 years of marriage. And so we have, we've seen a lot of these issues pop up. And yeah, it's unfortunate. And, you know, sometimes, a lot of times we're meeting them after everything has been split already. Um, so I think we've been very fortunate of our clients, not any of them that we've known they've gone through divorce. I think there's actually one uh, that have gone through divorce as being clients of ours. But yeah, it's a tough, tough situation. And you want to get through th- through that process. They want to get through that process as fast as possible. And they can make a lot of mistakes going through it uh, too rash and, um, and too fast. So we want to make sure that um, you're making the right decisions. All right, we'll do that today on the show. We'll put it up online as well at principalpreservationservices.com. Also, subscribe to the show wherever you listen. You'll find this show on every major podcasting platform. And again, if you have questions, if you're going through divorce or know somebody that is that might need a little help, you can always call Principal Preservation Services at 855-987-8888. All right, let's go through this list here, Mike, some things to be thinking about and mistakes you want to try to avoid. And first one is choosing the house over other financial assets. Yeah, a lot of times this uh, we find one person gets stuck, wants the house, but then um, let's just just say the wife wants the house and he gets the retirement accounts. The problem with that is the house is an illiquid asset. Yes, it can be sold, but reality is all your money is tied up in this real estate. And what does that do for your retirement? Um, and also, you got to look at the house. It it comes with expenses, and so it comes with you know repairs and maintenance and um, the time. So what we're finding is some people who've chosen the house over retirement uh, accounts, um, they're having to sell the house or downsize just to get the equity from the house so they have some money for retirement. So I think a lot of times it's better off just to sell the house, both downsize to a different property, and also look at the, uh, the retirement funds as well, splitting yeah. those up equally as well. Right. All right, so that's one to keep in mind. How about this one, the tax implications of your retirement funds? I know it's easy to ignore what that's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of times there's you have to understand, and I think a lot of people, they don't talk about it, that maybe your spouse has been um, funding a Roth 401k, a Roth IRA, and you just, when you're going through that whole discovery uh, of, of the assets and listing all the assets, what's there, a lot of times they don't tell you it's it's Roth money in the 401k. It's not just all 401k money. Um, it's traditional and Roth. So if your spouse gets the Roth, which is already the money's tax-free, and you get the traditional, that means you're going to have to pay taxes when you take money out, and your spouse who kept the Roth will not have to. So it's you can figure it's about a 20 to 30% discount 
that you're getting on your portion if you're split evenly and one gets a Roth and one doesn't. So make sure you have the full disclosure of what is Roth and what isn't. Is that something that will that your lawyer would help you with, Mike, to, to make sense of that? Or do you need a, a true financial person with you to help you break that down and, and, and specify those tax applications? A good lawyer should ha- ask these questions, but I don't think, you know, especially if they're really busy in, in multiple accounts, it all a lot of things can be slipped through the crack, you know, cracks, I should say, of, uh, of you know, the findings of, of these accounts. So, um, you know, and sometimes, you know, they request statements, but I'll, I will just be honest, a lot of these 401k statements that we see, they don't even list the Roth portion in there. Even though it's factored in there, they just, it shows maybe a Roth contribution and an IRA and a 401k contri- contribution, but it doesn't even list the separate balances. You actually have to call for that. So um, I would say it'd, it'd be wise to get a financial advisor involved just to look at look these over because I think a, an attorney in itself could, mi- could miss a lot of these and they don't know what they're looking for. Right. All right, here's another mistake people make. Um, when you get that retirement account maybe as part of the divorce uh, and you decide, hey, I want to move this into an IRA uh, as soon as possible, why can that become a mistake for you? Yeah, well, you want to make sure that you know, when you when you – you can roll these 401ks. If you're going to split the IRAs and 401ks up, that's great. IRAs can be transferred to another IRA, not an issue. But a 401k and 403b can be a tax penalty, especially, you know, especially if you're under 59 and a half. Uh, you don't want to be cashing these checks out. Um, unfortunately, I know somebody who received half of her ex-spouse's 401k and didn't roll it into an IRA and didn't do the proper paperwork to do so. And it's called a quidro. It's a qualified domestic relations order. You can have that one-time ability to roll money from a 401k, your spouse's 401k, to an IRA without being taxed. Uh, but she wasn't notified. Here's another situation where her attorney didn't do a great job. And um, it was after the fact. And she got hit with about 35% taxes <laughs> on this money, unfortunately, because they didn't do their job about showing, telling them what to um, what to do with this money and how to put it into an IRA. This is, again, this is not most people's specialty. So you want to make sure when you're doing it, you do it right. You don't want to be cashing these checks. You want to make sure it goes from a, a tax-deferred state to another tax-deferred state, whether it's 401k to 401k or 401k to IRA or IRA to IRA. You don't want to be getting these checks written out to you and you only. You want to be made out to the the new custodian for the benefit of your name without having a tax situation. So just a good advice in general, just you know, just the same way you would do with any of your, your finances, sitting with an advisor to make sure you have a strategy for everything. Same thing with divorce. If Once you're through it, if you're not working with an advisor already, sit with one and make sure you're taking the proper steps before you do anything, right? Exactly. Yeah. This, you're in a, a state of mind, you know, which you just want to make sure that somebody who's in this and, and speaks this langu- language all day long and around these accounts all day long uh, can be on your side and help you make those right decisions so it doesn't cost you uh, unnecessary amount of money in taxes. All right. Our last mistake that people make, um, like with anything with money, uh, it's already emotional as it is, but you throw mm-hmm. in divorce, you have this extra level of added emotions here. And if you allow that to really cloud your decision-making, it can cause problems for you long-term. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are in this situation. It's stressful. They want to get through it as fast as possible. And they just want to, you know, I, I've 
I've heard it, and I'm sure you've heard it before, before Ben says, I just want to be done with this. I just yeah. want to get it over with. I'll just sign anything. And then when you get to that state, you're going to make some bad decisions, unfortunately. Um, as much as it is stressful, you need to make sure you're making that right decision and may, have the proper, you know, people. It's, it's the wisdom is, is having multiple advisors, right? Multiple people helping you make that right decision. And, you know, your attorney is you know, like a trusted advisor, uh, a financial advisor, another trusted advisor, maybe a CPA as well. You want to have a team of people helping you make those right decisions. So you don't just say, I'm just done, you know, fine, let him have that or let her have that. Um, you know, I just want to be done with this. And then you short yourself a retirement, which might cause you to have to go back to work or might cause you to have a second job or just might be a taxable situation. Could be a lot of different things that could cost you. Slow down. I know it's stressful, but you want to make the right decisions and you have peace knowing you have the right people in place to help you make those decisions. Very good. Well, this leads us in everything, but uh, some things to be thinking about if you are about to go through divorce, in divorce right now, or just considering it, some financial things to be aware of. Mike, what role do you play with clients in this divorce process? Do you recommend someone getting with an advisor if they don't already to help them sort through some of these financial aspects, or they can, can they rely strictly on their lawyer to help with that? Yeah, I, I really believe uh, an advisor should be working with the law firm, with the attorney, um, making those decisions or... Um, a lot of times the attorneys don't have the time to come in and and uh, be at the meeting, but the client definitely does. And, and helping with the statements, helping them understand what the statements mean, uh, looking at the balances. And if your things, if assets are going to be split 50-50, it literally should be 50-50. Um, and again, the key is looking at these different types of accounts, whether it's tax deferred like IRAs and 401ks, or is it tax free like Roth, or is it non-qualified money like you know after-tax money that you invested in a retirement plan the key is you have to look at all different types of money uh, including real estate your primary home but you might have investment real estate to get involved to find out this is what you know half looks like in in one person's eyes so um, you have to look at all facets um, of all different types and classes of, of money all right, if you want help, if you want to work with someone, principalpreservationservices.com is a great place to start. You can schedule a meeting there, plus find other great resources to help you out. But if you want to call, you can do that as well. 855-987-8888 is the number. All right, a couple of mailbag questions. We like to do this to close out the show. If you have something for us, hit us up on the website, send it in to us, and we'll do our best to bring it here to the show and let Mike try to answer it. Got a couple today, Mike. I want to start off with one from June. I know you work with a lot of federal employees, so this is a good one here. I'm yeah. a federal employee. I'll have a nice pension when I retire next year, but I'm wondering about the money in my TSP. Should I keep it invested there, or should I move it somewhere else? Okay, June. Um, yeah, we do work with a lot of uh, federal employees. I've done at least a dozen seminars for federal employees at the VA here in Minneapolis. Uh, so we, we, I understand their pensions. We understand their retirement plan, their, their TSPs. The Thrift Savings Plan is what it stands for. Here's the problem, June, is most people that come in, I, 99% of the people I've met with, federal employees, I ask them, who, who manages your, your money in your TSP? And they have no idea. I said, well, it's BlackRock. And they're like, oh, we, we don't know. Do you have any trusted advisor from BlackRock helping you make decisions? Well, absolutely not. So it doesn't happen that way. So the problem with all these funds that you get to invest in with the, in your TSP, which is you know, the L funds, the L income, 2020, 2025, 30, 35, and so on. Um, the C fund, the S fund, the I fund, the F fund. Um, 
you know, these are all these are just labeled. You don't even get to know what you're investing in. They don't give you, um, you know, 22% is in, um, you know, this, you know, large cap and this is in small cap, mid cap. But what funds are you actually invested in? I don't think that's a great retirement plan, investing in funds that you don't even know what they are. And that's exactly what you have with the TSP. And so we've had uh, OPM come to one of our, come to our seminars. I've done these seminars for our office personal management for the retired from the VA, the government. And they've, they say the same thing that I agree. I, I, I say, which once you're 59 and a half or retired, uh, whatever comes first, is you should take control of that money and put it into an IRA so you have control over those funds. Remember, employer-sponsored plans and the government's no difference is not a great place to have your money in retirement. They, they don't have great distribution plans. You want to put them in IRAs, they'll give you the most benefit. Sounds good. Thanks for that, June. Hope that, hope, hope that answers your question. Uh, we got one from Fred as well. Fred says, I think we're at the bottom of the market and we'll finish way up for the year. Time to load up stocks. Do you agree, Mike? All right, Fred, maybe you know something I don't know. I don't. <laughs> if you believe it's the bottom of the market, that's what you should do then, you know, because that's the best time to buy is buy low and sell high, right? So if you believe that, uh, that's what you should do. But um, I don't know necessarily we're there yet. And uh, we, we look back two years ago, a little over two years ago now, at the bottom of the uh, coronavirus bubble. Uh, the market dropped pretty quick, and it was pretty pretty easy to get your money back, and then some. There's a lot of good buys out there um, when the market was down. So, if you know, right now the market's down 20 plus percent. Last time I looked, um, yeah. If you think that's the bottom, great. Um, a lot of people are expecting a lot of similar things. A lot of economists are expecting similar second half of 2022 to be the same as what the first half was. So. Um, Time will tell, but if you, again, I don't know your risk tolerance, and what. You, but if you feel this is the bottom, that's a great time to buy. I sure hope it's the bottom, Mike. It doesn't <laughs> feel like it right now, but I know he, maybe he's got like a different it. feeling than we do. But yeah, um, it's never a bad idea to dollar cost average in too, right? Not to load yeah, up right now, just maybe buy a little now and save some for later. Exactly, it's not a bad thing to even if you get it at a twenty percent discount. If even if it drops another ten, fifteen percent, you still got a, de a a decent price on there, um, but. Again, timing is tough. Market timing is almost impossible. Most people get it by luck, not by uh, by experience or by training. So it's it's hard to get out, get in at the very bottom of the market. Yeah. Thanks for that question, Fred. Thank you for listening to the show. If you have questions for us, please hit us up at principalpreservationservices.com. You can contact Mike and his team there. The phone number, as always, is 855 987 8888. And also make sure you check out the YouTube channel, Retirement Reality On Demand. Subscribe there as well if you haven't, and uh, you'll get video content to go along with these podcasts uh, twice a month. So we do appreciate you listening. Mike, thanks again for your time. I know this isn't an easy topic to discuss, but it's an important one to help people out during these emotional times. I agree. And uh, thanks for this great hosting here, Ben. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for listening to the Retirement Reality Podcast. For Mike Coyne and at Principal Preservation Services, I'm Ben George. Thanks for listening. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.